Making sure you and your loved ones can live comfortably in the future starts with choices you make today. At RBC Wealth Management, they can help you make the right choices in using the assets you've built up over a lifetime. Whether it's leaving something for your loved ones, enjoying your own retirement, or giving to a favorite charity, RBC Wealth Management will help you plan for the coming years and the coming generations. Call the Quigley Group at the Eau Claire office of RBC Wealth Management at 715-858-7788 to see how they can help. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSE, FINRA, SIPC. It's time for the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast, the podcast that gets a kid's perspective on sports. I'm Scott across the way is Derek. Derek, how's it going? It's going great as usual. All right, Derek, what do we have going on this week? What's going on in the life of Derek? Well, right now I'm just trying to see if I can win our home bracket where no one's bracket is at all safe. And on this podcast, we're also going to get into the March Madness and get some NHL talk in later on in the show. And, of course, a nice big trip to Walt Disney World on tap for the family. That is correct. I'm really looking forward to that. It's such a big trip. I've been waiting months just for that trip. I cannot wait another second. Well, let's uh, jump right into the NCAA March Madness, the Men's Division One Basketball Tournament. And... Uh, uh, Everybody every year talks about how their bracket gets busted, and every once in a while, if you do this long enough, you have a year in which you maybe win your office pool or you win your bracket challenge, and you have a really good year. But more often than not, things don't shake out your way. Uh, this has been a, an interesting year, a fun tournament. You've got St. Peter's, uh, again, uh, destroying a lot of brackets and what have you. And I'm sure there's people out there that have got some great scores. But I know amongst uh, us in the family, nobody's going to get more than 100 points. In fact, uh, probably the winner in the bracket challenge this year is going to get probably around 60 to 70 points. Uh, despite all that, it's still been a fun tournament because you've had those upsets and you've had some intriguing storylines. Yeah, there's too many upsets. If I get a couple more upsets, my system's going to overload with upsets. Yeah, but it's a stunning story with St. Peter's. Small Mac, Mac Conference College. And this it seemed like they were going to get knocked out first round by Kentucky. They have upset everybody's bracket. St. Peter's has just had an amazing year. And the thing is, and it goes deeper than, than all of this, are you seeing more upsets now than you've ever seen before? Ah, not really, uh, when you think of it. And uh, now you're starting to see the really smaller schools get wins. Ah, well, this has been going on now for uh, for th- for 30-some-odd 30 years, 30, 40 years in the current format that it's at. So you're going to eventually see a, a UMBC, a 16-seed win, and a 15-seed go on a heater. But the the fun thing is these older teams tend to be younger. I should say the, these more blue blood programs, these Kentuckys and what have you, tend to be younger. 
uh, more freshmen, more sophomores, and the uh, smaller schools like a St. Peter's tend to have older players. Uh, and that, not only is that experience, but if you're, you've got 23-year-olds up against 18-year-olds, there is a difference in physical maturity, and there's reasons for that because of the transfer portal and what have you. Uh, that helps to close the gap in a lot of these uh, in a lot of these games. Well, Derek, what uh, what have your overall thoughts been of the tournament? What do you have down there? Well, there's tons of things to think. You might think, "Ha, ah, this has just been a terrible year. There's too many upsets in my brackets." But I don't think that. I think this is a been a fun year to watch all the games, and sometimes you just want to see the upset just for the fun of it. One of the one of the things about this is that people want to see as the tournament goes on. Early in the tournament, people love to see the upsets, but as time goes on, they want to have usually the more well-known programs because the more well-known programs have either more recognizable players or there is more of a natural affinity either for or against a certain program. Uh, the difference would be if St. Peter's could somehow get into the Final Four, I think that would be huge. Uh, that would be something that I think would inject a lot of life into the NCAA tournament in the in the Final Four. If, uh, and I think it's, uh, it's, it's who is it, Kansas they're playing? Who are they playing in the, uh, no, it's UNC, it's uh, North Carolina. If North Carolina wins, obviously there's a lot of people that are fans or they, they hate watch. UNC, but I, I think that if St. Peter's beats North Carolina, there will be a lot of interest in the Final Four because uh, it, it's going to be something that continues this galvanization of people. I think a lot of people have become St. Peter's Peacock fans in the last uh, 10 days. Yeah, yeah. a lot of my friends are starting to look at St. would start to look at St. Peter's at school even though it's spring break, I could just tell there would be a lot of St. Peter's talk. What other notes do you have on the tournament? Well, just to put it out there, no one's bracket is safe. You could, there's nobody, and I mean nobody, who, if St. Peter's gets to the final four, everybody's bracket is 100% busted. I don't think anybody has, has predicted the 15 seed. St. Peter's Peacocks to make it to the Final Four. Most people pick them to get knocked out by Kentucky straight away. Instead, they've been upsetting everybody. All right, so that's the NCAA basketball tournament, the men's basketball tournament. And by the time uh, we come back, we'll be off next week. By the time we come back, we'll have an NCAA tournament champion. It'll be baseball season as well. And uh, uh, the NHL and the NBA will be winding down their regular seasons. And uh, what do you want to chat about here in the last couple of minutes? Well, with the NHL, you've got the Colorado Avalanche who are beating everybody. They have 45 wins this season and not very many losses, only 14 regulation losses and five overtime losses. So they are looking pretty good going into the NHL playoffs. The NHL 
trade deadline was uh, the last few days. Uh, what are your thoughts on the trading deadline occurring so close to the end of the regular season? Would do you, do you like it being this close to the end of the regular season, or would you rather have it be like basketball and football and baseball where it occurs more towards the, the, the midway point? I prefer towards the end of the season. That, then you can just keep the guys that you get as many trades in as possible earlier in the year toward and even in the middle of the season instead of having to worry about the trade deadline coming up within just like five days and yeah it gives you extra time to look at players and I know before I know when we, when we go on our vacation here in the next week, uh, obviously we're going to go to Walt Disney World, but we're going to check out an NBA game. Uh, two teams that that aren't that aren't factoring in the NBA this year, the Orlando Magic and the New York Knicks. But uh, your first ever NBA game. Yeah, that is true. The only real actual basketball game I went to was a Harlem Globetrotters game, and. Well, you well you went to uh, you've been to a bunch of college basketball games. Yeah, a lot of D three, a lot of Division three basketball, and it's not really gonna be too. I'm expecting a high scoring game, being it's a tale of two terrible teams, last place and second to last place in the same game. What could possibly go wrong? But it'll be fun to be there and see an NBA game, and uh, I'm gonna have to teach you some of the the little rules differences. Or do you know what the what the differences are between pro and college? I know most of the differences. First of all, the shot clock is shorter from 30 to 24, and and then that's the only one I can remember off the top of my head. Yep, they play uh. They play eight more minutes worth of basketball, and there's uh, more fouls and uh, stuff of that nature. Uh, but uh, I'll teach you while we're there. Hey, before we go, any other thoughts? Uh, one quick touch on the NHL. The West Western Wild Card Race. There are two teams separated by one point. The Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, that's been a race. That Western wild card has just been a race to watch. One minute, the stars are on top. The next, the Knights are on top. And then all of a sudden, there's a bunch of different teams on top. All right, Derek, uh, that'll do it for this week's edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast.